In this episode, we talk about our least favorite dairy products and a whole lot more in What's the Word. And on the flip side, do you guys know that bees regurgitate during the process of making honey? Is Jeremy Renner the most deserving Marvel superhero actor of an Oscar? And turbocharged super pigs are coming to the United States. You gotta be prepared. Mike, hit the music. podcast yes it is time to reveal the secret formula to the secret sauce that is the funny business podcast welcome back everybody if you're returning thank you so much for joining us back if you're new here welcome if you're a fan of spongebob you exactly know where that came from i may have messed it up a little bit here and there but you got the point my name is mike Ambita. alongside with me is my best friend my roommate for life mr matt summers matt how are you how are things I'm great. You know, just like this podcast, or excuse me, just like SpongeBob and the Krusty Krab, they run on poop, uh, except people don't order our patties most of the times. We just go to the bathroom before we record. But I'm doing great. Can't really complain. It's another glorious winter day. Ready to knock out another episode. You technically can say poop. People order our podcasts. Oh, correct. Yes, that's a great point. Things are great. Things are wonderful. We're doing another episode. Episode 197, three away from the big 200. Yeah, episode 200 is is coming up fast. Uh, it's approaching like a freight train. Uh, and mm-hmm. I'm very excited for what we have planned. I think uh, it, it should be fun. It's going to be should fun it. for you guys, listeners. For us, <laughs> uh, uh, we'll enjoy it, I think. I think so. Yeah. So we're going to be with each other. Right. That's that, And that's the best part. Yeah. Well, we, we've always had for the last 197 episodes and counting. So, yeah. It's, uh, it's gonna be spicy. Oh, a little spice. Uh, is it spicy? No, what else is spicy? Ice spice. Uh, sure. No, what's the word? That's that's what's spicy. It's always spicy. Last time we did it, it was a little weird. I think we're gonna keep it on the norm today. We're not gonna look up ribidoquin or anything like that. That name, that that word is still stuck in my head. If you can't remember the last time we did it, ribidoquin. Yeah, every time I hear it, I just think Robitussin. Robitussin. <laughs> <laughs> so what we do is we go on randomwordgenerator.com. We look up words, because you know that's randomwordgenerator.com. We look up nouns. Um, we have a little fun to start off the show. Matt, as always, how many clicks, because it says generate random words, how many clicks should I click on the first word? There are 26 letters in the alphabet, so let's go with 11. Oh, thank God. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. All right. So word shows up on the screen. I say the word. We discuss it from there. Pretty simple. You're following along there. Great. Make sure you stay on the road. Two hands on the steering wheel. Let's get this started with the first word for what's the word. Matt, cheap. Cheap. Cheaper. It's, it's funny because cheap isn't always better, but sometimes cheap is better. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, For instance, English muffins. Uh, The other week, I went to buy some English muffins at the store. Uh, I believe it was Thomas's brand. Everyone's usual favorite English muffin. Yep. Uh, And then I was just walking by in the refrigerator section. We were towards the eggs. And April pointed out, she's like, hey, look at these English muffins. They're pre-cut in the refrigerator section, like half the price. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? It's an English muffin. Can't be that much worse. Tried it. Phenomenal. You know what else is cheap? When people change their policies on something that's already been established for many years. Uh, It's not great. No. Because let me tell you, I never thought I'd get this early in the podcast, but hey, the opportunity is here. Jenna likes doing a survey at her local grocery store. Oh, boy. She used to do it every week, and she'd get would turn it into gas points. She'd get in 100 additional gas points. 100 points equals 10 cents off your gallon. She used to do that every week. Then it started changing to every other week. And, of course, she got really upset with that. Now a revelation has passed that you don't earn gas points anymore. You get a chance to win a $100 gift card for submitting your survey every week and it's randomly chosen every day see and that's bullshit because there's no way they select winners for that exactly. nobody nobody's winning gift cards no. that's nope. ridiculous yeah Mm-mm. those contests are also like the worst but also like when you when you see one happen if it's like an online like uh, for example i got sucked in the one mr beast tweeted that he was giving out twenty five thousand dollars to 10 people that retweeted it and in my head i'm like all right there's no chance that i'm gonna win this however if i don't retweet it there's literally no chance. So I got sucked in and I retweeted it. And I don't think he picked the winners yet. He did not because he didn't DM me. So Correct. I also haven't got a DM. <laughs> um, but yeah, those surveys, it's, it sucks. Like when they say, oh, enter a raffle to win this. I bet like 80% of the time no one gets picked. There's got, there has to be a terms of service because there's some legality that could turn into something larger. If uh, there's no, let's just say, follow up, like in the terms of game of chance, there needs to be these like laws and rules for each of it. And uh, we did a raffle the one time and we had to but go to the notary, get it notarized. And then we had to like kind of show that we legally did it. We legally picked the names, all that stuff. We had a witness that did it. So there's just a whole bunch of crap that's within it. But it's, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, companies doing cheap stuff like that. Like, I don't know. You know what I want to know? Uh, remember when we were kids and I think it was Danimals used to do like okay. giveaways for like vacations. I think anyone actually ever won those. Cause like that was back in the day of like, excuse me, obviously like we were smaller kids that social media wasn't around. So like people couldn't say like, oh my gosh, I won this trip. <laughs> Somebody, uh, posted in a Reddit who run the Danimal Sprouse twin sweepstakes. <laughs> I'm going to look that up. You know, it's another one that I thought the, did you ever have Shrek? on dvd i'm sure i did so shrek on the dvd case was doing a giveaway of either a coupon to baskin robbins or a car and there is this guy on tiktok who is every day he's opening up a giveaway sticker because it was on the dvd box um for those who don't know that's how you watched movies before streaming came on for all of our uh younger audience members out there uh and you peeled the ticket to see if you won and he's got nothing but baskin robbins coupons every time he has not won a car yet poor guy that that's dedication right there so i firmly believe that those were just a bunch of uh hoopla yeah i mean props to them for thinking of it all right next one dairy what's the worst kind of dairy the worst kind of dairy yeah all right well let's let's break it down here got your milks Milk gets slandered. I don't understand it. Love milk. Seriously. Yeah, we need to stop the milk slander. I drink a tall glass of milk every day. 
I do not understand why I get scrutinized for it. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. I used to come home from like track practice in high school and baseball practice in high school. I would sit at the kitchen counter and just pour a glass of milk, chug it, pour another one, and just chug. I drank like almost half a gallon of milk every day in high school. Chocolate milk too. Oh, chalky milk's the best. How do you feel yeah. about strawberry milk? Uh, you know, I, I used to uh, used to make strawberry milkshakes when I worked at the good old ice cream stand. But like I use strawberry flavor. I didn't use strawberry milk, but like they always recommend that if any way you could do like if you're making a chocolate milkshake, like put chocolate milk in it. If you're using a vanilla milkshake, you obviously put vanilla, but strawberry, if you're able to find strawberry milk, put it in. Couple things I'm looking just here. Low, okay, list of dairy products. We've got milk, cheese, butter, yogurt, ice cream, cream, sour cream, cottage cheese, whipped cream kefir oh that's uh so i i think i know what that is because i it's, think i bought it at the grocery store once and it's nasty it's a fermented milk drink yeah it's gross um you have cream cheese ricotta quark which is a soft unaged cheese ghee buttermilk condensed milk half and half skim milk whey goat's milk i yeah. don't like sour cream i could eat sour cream if it's like in stuff but i'm not yeah gonna like eat like nachos with sour cream don't like that mm -hmm. uh i also as i get older the more i get older older the more i just despise yogurt <laughs> like i can't stand it i you know i think sour cream i typically stray away from it a lot like i know people just dollop sour cream onto their stuff like Ooh, it's kind of gross it's disgusting it's not it doesn't taste good mm -hmm. i've used ghee more ever since jenna and i moved in together because she used that as kind of like her her oil for her pan when she's like cooking like she'll use ghee instead of like olive oil and i i always don't mind it because when you use ghee like it's just kind of easy instead of cutting butter up it's not bad i gotta try that hmm? yeah it's in the butter section of course all right next one chalk there's nothing better than like playing with chalk on the sidewalk mm. as a kid i don't really remember like what i used to draw but it, you know what's the best part about it is not the color but it's like the sound like the Ooh. sound of the chalk like dragging on mm. the sidewalk on like a hot summer day it's like 75 yep. degrees out get down a glass of sunny d if i've ever had sunny d <laughs> you just get out there play with some chalk maybe you're outside your house you draw a little family portrait with but the, with the dog, of course. And then the rain comes, just washed away, and then you wake up and do it again. Uh, you know what it made me remind me of when we were in like elementary school, probably like early middle school, is the chalkboard. And somebody would have the responsibility of cleaning the chalkboard. Mm -hmm. So you'd have this like nice, like you take like a wet rag or something and you'd like spray it. And like you would just like wipe it nice and clean. What I've also liked too is there's this coffee shop that, that, um, was local in in jenna's area when she her and i were living together they were so neat with the chalk it was kind of ridiculous and i think the process is dipping chalk in water if i'm correct not like dipping the whole thing but kind of like kind of like you're painting like you paint the brush just the tip put just the tip sure also kids these days in school don't understand the sound of chalk on chalk. oh Especially when it screeches. Well, well, nails on a chalkboard bad, but like when the teacher is writing like a math problem in like second grade on the chalkboard, that sound is immaculate. No, it was it was fabulous. It was. Uh, did you ever see that TikTok of like somebody doing like guess the song, and it's like them like trying to like write the pattern of the song. The next word, flock, flock of geese. Yes. You know what? I haven't seen any snow geese this year. I remember it was a big talk towards uh, Jenna's family and I last year, I think it was. Like, there was just snow geese everywhere. And 
I was like, snow geese. I'm like, what? What are snow geese? You didn't you didn't know what snow geese were? No, I didn't. Really? I never experienced. You know, another thing, Matt, cicadas. You didn't know what a cicada was? I knew what it was. But like we were like the when we live, we moved in the first time I was like brushing the patio and I'm like, what is this? And I took a picture. She's like, yeah, it's a cicada. I'm like, I've never seen that up close in real person ever. Like disgusting. Freaky. Hmm? Oh, big time. Yeah. Uh, one time. It was, uh, I was driving to school and I was in high school. So my mom was driving me to school and we were passing this field. It was like a farm. Yeah. And we looked to our left and it was a bright sunny day. Like me and my mom both thought it was snowing, like (laughs) a blizzard because there was so many snow geese just like flying in a flock, like a circle in the field. It legit looked like a snow tornado. (laughs) Like it was, it was absolutely insane. And we're like, holy shit, that's snow geese. This actually just happened to me yesterday. There was a, a flock of birds that was kind of driving. Well, not driving, I, flying while I was driving. And there was like a cu- couple that like parted off. And there was this one that got really close to my windshield. And I react. I was like, ah, and Jenna thought I was making the noise of the bird, trying to reenact the voice of the bird. But I was like, no, I'm I was screaming for myself. <laughs> I didn't know what the bird was going to do. <laughs> but I think I was tearing up because that's how funny it was of like the whole scenario like i was like reacting of like oh don't hit don't hit my car and then jenna thought i was imitating the bird and the reaction to it and in reality you probably would have done more damage to them anyway um how come how come we don't talk about like a flock of people like people talk about like group matt yeah but like (laughs) like people say like oh my friend group like my posse my party how come how come we don't have a flock No, who are you hanging out with today? I'm hanging out with the flock. We need to start initiating. We need to make a flock. Let's flock to my people. But you got to walk like a powerful, like stance, like shoulders and Conor McGregor. It, yeah, Conor McGregor style. Absolutely, yeah. Hang out with my flock tonight. That's instead of our coworkers, we're calling you all the flock. Yes, the flockers. The flockers. Meet the flockers. Meet the flockers. All right. Next word. Guide. I feel like, uh, and this is might be weird to understand. People don't use like the TV guide anymore. Hmm. There's many a times where, and that what I use to watch TV, like I only go to the channels that I know. Interesting. And like, I don't really like just sit there and I don't think many people sit there. I could be totally wrong. Tell me if I am. And like scroll one by one to see what each channel has. Mm-hmm. And I think it's funny because a lot of people obviously moving on from cable and people that I know that are transitioning to say there's nothing good on TV, mm-hmm. but no one takes the time to actually sit and go through and be like, what's on this channel? No, mm-hmm. what's on this channel? No, I feel like people just have like the same three, four five channels. And then if there's nothing on, they're like, oh, there's nothing to watch. We'll check the guide. <laughs> the only time I use the guide is when Jenna's parents house, because all my life, I don't want to call these people out because both both cable companies are not reaching agreements with local channels. <laughs> so I knew them by heart. I knew this channel code was this channel code. I knew this channel code was that channel code. When I'm at Jenna's parents' house and we're down in that area, they're like, here, have the remote. I'm like, uh, okay. So I hit God and I'm like running through the channels. Um, There's also, I remember... It was like middle school, high school, and the cable company that we had went from channels were like one to a hundred, 
from yeah. like one to nine hundred. <laughs> and I remember like ESPN went from channel twenty three to channel like four hundred twenty seven. I was like, <laughs> how does this make any sense? <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was one of the worst days of my life. I, my my comment was uh, I had to go through a lot of guides in the last couple of days, like a lot of like instruction manuals, like guides. Shout out to our parents. We got an, a, a knife sharpener. Ooh, nice. Yeah. So if you need it, let me bring your knives the next time. Yeah. <laughs> see each That's other. B-Y-O-K. No, B-Y-O-K. Bring your own knife. Mm-hmm. Let me see what you have in your hand. A knife! No! no. <laughs> yeah, so like going through and like reading the directions as any man should when they get handed the directions. And then just like other things too. The instruction manuals or the guides. But no, I did. I was not thinking about guides as in like the... The TV guide. So old fashioned old TV guide. Good point, Matt. All right. Next word. Strap. Strap. Yeah. Velcro Velcro. A great invention. Really? Yeah. Go on. Uh it's just it's inventive. Like, you know, who would have thought that just like Velcro could hold together so much stuff, but like it's easy to use. Everybody everybody it, Velcro is universally known how to use. It's very simple, easy. Uh and it just uh serves a great purpose. Um my mind went to uh Something inappropriate, so I will I will not say that. Oh, okay, because that's where my mind went to first. That's why I paused so long. <laughs> trying to think of trying to think of not saying that. <laughs> okay, we'll do we'll do two more. How about that? Oh. Cream. Nice. I have a question. Okay. What is creamer that we put in coffee? What is creamer? Yeah, well, like what what is it? Is it like milk? It's some type of dairy. Let me let me funny business science this yeah. before we get too deep and into the now I I don't really know why this just popped in my head because I've always put cream in my coffee. But like, what's the difference between like whipping cream and like half and half and milk and caramel cream? Creamer is a store-bought powder or liquid that's commonly added to coffee and black tea of a milk product like half and half or cream. Most coffee creamer is dairy-free, instead made of sugar or sugar substitute oil and thickens. Thickener. Thick. Oh, thickeners. Thickens. 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 <laughs> Thickens. How many C's? Thickens. Uh, one C. Right? Well, actually, there's one C, but there's two E's, so that might oh. constitute something. Yeah, that's that's a back end thick. <laughs> um, so creamer is just really not good for you. Nah. Yeah. Well, they always say like coffee is technically healthy, but when you put in the creamer and the sugar, that's when it becomes overwhelming. Do you think there's ever going to be a day of a like straight black coffee? I did at one point in my life. You just used to drink black coffee. Yep. No cream, no sugar, nothing. Yep. It was it was black cold brew actually. Okay. Um. When was this? Why'd you stop? Cost. It was kind of obnoxious to have creamer. Um. For the the little that I used it at the time. Uh. And I don't know. I just I liked it in the morning. Like that was. It came around time when I first first got the new job. So I was obviously working the new job. So I had coffee with me on the drive. Yeah. I just I was like, yeah, I'll I'll deal away with creamer for now. And then when we got our coffee and tea maker and I was making cold brew and I was frothing my creamer, uh, that, that was when obviously things changed. I lot. just got a, I just got a frother. You got a frother? Yeah. It was at a uh, white elephant kind of thing. Okay. That was at this past weekend. We yeah. Just, my friend group did a late Christmas. Nice. Whatever. That's when we get together. Uh, so I'm very excited to use that. I'll have a question. So everybody loves the smell of coffee, right? Uh-huh. Especially coffee drinkers. Uh-huh. Isn't that maybe like the one thing that like smells great, but like by itself, people don't generally like the taste of it? You mean there's more of an opinion of people liking the smell rather than the taste? Yeah. 
because mm. you have to add something to coffee for people to drink it. But everybody that drinks coffee loves the smell of coffee. Mm-hmm. Like, think about it. If you if you bring out like uh, like buffalo sauce, if you like yeah. the smell of buffalo sauce, you're probably gonna like buffalo sauce because you like mm-hmm. the spice. You can you can enter sense the spice. Barbecue sauce, ranch, honey. Everybody likes the smells and the taste by itself. Mm-hmm. Coffee. Like that's probably the only thing I can think of like that. Uh, I said two more, but but I mean like kind of this last one, and we'll do one more. So okay. Sure. Error. What's the worst error you've made in life? Good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's one that maybe every person should look at during any moment. What's the biggest error I've made in life? I would say I'm trying to think of like a sports thing. Really super mm. uh, big comes to mind. I don't know. Um, I would maybe say not starting because I had the opportunity to start my master's my senior year of college. Mm. That probably would have saved a lot of money. That's probably the biggest one I can think of. Do you mean like the four plus one? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right. You saving money. Yeah. That's that's also a tough one. Mm. Yeah. I think now it's... we're old and have bills to pay. Yeah. Well, not even bills to pay. Just like a nice cushion. You know, mm. like I think too many times college students, if if not, I mean, it's a learning experience regardless, like it benefited both ways if you did save or didn't save. But I think in college, you're so used to what's next. And what I mean by what's next is like, what's tomorrow or what's the next day? Like, do I have to buy this? Or like it, we never had those consequences of like until we obviously rented was, oh, like, do I do I have to buy this lunch? To, do I need to get something for class or do I need to get something to impress my friends? There was all these things that like were just constantly rotating through life. Um, and that's when it got tricky. But I feel fine now. Like I, I feel smart enough, but that's like it was just a little bit extra. Like it just, mm-hmm. you know, just even if it was a little saving, it would have made a difference. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good learning experience, like you said. All right, Matt. Which the last word for what's the word. And as always, you're choosing the amount of letters that go into this last word. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that part. Um, let's go with eight. Eight. Click. All right. I'm going to add a little twist to it. I'm going to go with the word that I just clicked. We want one more click. Uh, one more click. All right. One more click. Oh, here we go. The word is forestry. Forestry. Wow. You know what amazes me? And this maybe isn't technically like forestry. But I'm mm-hmm. just, we're just roll with it. Aye. And maybe something that you're can relate to. But when people like chop down trees between houses and they just do it perfectly and don't hit a thing, like that's freaking awesome. And that is a skill that is very hard to master. One that I will never do. Matt is hinting at the fact. No, I do not chop down trees personally. <laughs> I know you don't. Oh, yeah, my my father does. Um, yeah, it it uh, he sent us a video, Matt in the group chat of him knocking down a tree so there comes a point where you cut into the tree but then you have to put a wedge into it and you have to hammer it so it safely falls and what dad likes to do is dad likes to record it put it in his uh his weak hand so he puts in his left hand and he's there hammering the wedge and he's recording the tree falling down as he's chopping it and i was like this ain't safe and I'm like, we need to get you a GoPro and a chest mount signs. You could do this safely after all. Everybody's like, yeah, let's do it. Like, <laughs> that'd be great. It, you know, you, you say that like the precision and people don't realize how dangerous it is. Like we've talked about like the hardest jobs in the world and that being one of them. But it is 
so dangerous. Like you don't even think you're you're dealing with the machinery that could basically cut through flesh. <laughs> you're all, I mean, Walking Dead for anybody who watched. Um, you're also dealing with fallen trees. And you're also dealing with animals too. You're dealing with the wildlife. There's just so many variables, and like people people do end up hurt because. And it's sometimes not even their fault. And that's crazy how it comes out. But realistically speaking, like my dad has been fortunate to to be in good health and knock on wood that he's been great doing it. And he still does it. I get a good POV shot of your dad cutting down some trees. It'd be sick. I've been meaning to like go on a day with him and just like record, like not work with him. Because <laughs> it's something I've always said. No, dad, I don't want to. But maybe sometime in the future, get, a, get him a couple couple tickety talks for him to post himself. <laughs> do, do a vlog. Funny business chops down trees. Funny business chops down trees. And that concludes What's the Word? Always a great time. We wanted to share something that has become essential to those days after a long, exhausting night. Liquid IV's hydration multiplier. It's amazing how huge a difference it makes. Liquid IV helps us feel more energized and refreshed throughout the day. With one stick, you get five essential vitamins and a two times faster hydration formula than plain water. We both love the flavors. Yuzu pineapple and passion fruit are our top picks. They make staying hydrated a truly enjoyable experience. What's even better is that Liquid IV is committed to giving back to communities in need worldwide by providing clean and abundant water. They've already donated over 39 servings in 50 plus countries around the world. And we have a special treat if you want to try Liquid IV. Head over to liquidiv.com and use the code FUNNYBUSINESS at checkout to get a 20% discount on your entire purchase. So shop better hydration today with promo code FUNNYBUSINESS. All one word, F-U-N-N-Y-B-U-S I-N-E-S-S at liquidiv.com at checkout. Remember to stay hydrated and healthy and give Liquid IV a try. It's worth it. And we will slide on in the second half of the show with dude crazy. Uh, Mike, I'm going to go first. Okay. I brought up honey before. Like mm-hmm. the from, from bees. Do you uh you know exactly how like bees start the process of honey? Do you mean pollination? In or? a way. So so what do you think? Let me ask you. So when the bees are at the flowers and they grab pollen and how does it how do they start? How do they transport it back and how does the process of honey start? What do you think? Uh well, okay. Here here we go. Some funny business science at its yeah. best. Well, I know they don't like suck the pollen. Like it gets attached to their legs. Okay. I'm 90% uh, no I'm going to drop that to a big 70 <laughs> I'm 70% sure that it involves some type of anthropodic fluid because aren't they anthropods or are they technically bud, bugs like, uh, that is a great question I will say like in the context like bodily fluid like if I wanted to make honey like I'd use my spit for it yeah you're 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 close okay so there's a lot of regurgitation in the honey making process Right. Uh, so the first step of honey production begins when bees collect flower nectar with their tongues and okay. store it inside their extra stomach called the crop. The crop. Yeah. Inside the crop, the nectar gets broken down into simple sugars that make it more fit for long-term storage. Once the forager bees get to their hive, the nectar is either transferred to honey pots located outside of the hive so other bees have access to it, or transferred directly into a processor bee's 
crop. What that means, basically, the bees transfer the nectar from their stomach, extra stomach pouch to the other bee stomach pouch by vomiting in their mouth. Nice. Yeah. So the <laughs> nectar is regurgitated from bee to bee until it's finally placed inside the honeycomb. Now, I'm not, what I'm not saying, honey is not bee vomit because it doesn't actually hit their digestive system. Right. But technically, bees regurgitate into each other's mouths to make honey. <laughs> Dude, that is crazy. Nature is just so cool, man. <laughs> like, yeah, that is like, it's disgusting. But I heard that on the radio today. I was like, that can't actually be true. I looked it up later. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is like an actual thing. Kind of gross, but it's also kind of like, like you said, nature's awesome. Right. Like, there's just so many things that happen in life that, like, we're just totally not aware about. And I think that's what causes the wonder. But then, obviously, the care in, like, nature itself, like, obviously, being mindful of the nature and, and its beauty and its grace and all those things that allow us to have the opportunity to have things such as honey. Thank God we don't do anything like that. Regurgitate? Yeah. Spit in your mouth? Like, like yeah. Well, yeah, that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> I got two two people interaction, two social things yep. for my stuff. When we share our opinions or when we know something is wrong, if we are super confident enough, what, what do we usually do? Speak up. We speak up for ourselves, correct? Where did we learn that? From your parents. Or. School. Or. Uh, podcast. Yeah, that too. Do you ever realize adults teach you to stand up for yourself and fight for what you believe in until what you believe in is different than what they believe in. So basically saying, if you don't believe that coffee is good, and then for some reason I stick up and say, Matt, coffee is good. Be against it. It does crazy. Yeah, it happens, that's a, happens to a lot of people all the time. Mm -hmm. It's um, a double-edged sword. Yeah, yeah, you just got to kind of make your own judgments. Mm -hmm. In due part, that just goes from somebody who doesn't perceive or has a perception of open perspectives because it all comes down to perspectives i hate to get philosophical here but it but it all comes down to perspectives and if people don't believe in the said perspective or at least taking the the approach to be open to those perspectives then it becomes very closed off and then it becomes very unfortunate to the conversation that's at hand yeah they just can't be closed-minded when's right. the last time you changed your opinion about something i feel like it was recent mine was actually last night uh so we bought some fruit at the grocery store and I've never been a huge honeydew fan. April wanted to get some oh. honeydew. I actually had, it was like nice, juicy honeydew. It was phenomenal. Uh -huh. Like mm -hmm. really, really good. I'll have to get back to you. I remember I was crying. I was like, you know what? I said, you changed my mind on that. Uh, was it when I said waffles are better than pancakes? <laughs> you know, I was going to make the joke of saying like, maybe it was the waffles over the pancakes. <laughs> well, that Batman is not a superhero. Right, so my, uh, not my last one. I have a bonus surprise third one uh this one's an actual like fact though so okay. it's the winter time we don't yep. see much sunlight correct sure so we don't get a lot of vitamin c uh if you want to get vitamin c mike what do you what are you gonna drink what what juice are you gonna drink to get some vitamin c that was vitamin d no i'm talking about vitamin c vitamin d is orange juice well vitamin c is also orange juice is it yes it is okay yes did you know peppers have more vitamin c than oranges do they they sure do Yes. Huh. Uh, specifically red peppers. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Dude, that is f crazy. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Now, I'm, I'm not recommending to go out and drink pepper juice, <laughs> but um, 
I, th- I believe they said, uh, I sort of screenshotted it. I think it was a half cup of peppers. Okay. Gives you about 106% of your daily needed vitamin C. I could argue that probably one good pepper is a good half cup. Also, peppers, very underrated. Oh, yeah. Taste. Ranking of peppers, go. Uh, green, red, orange, yellow. Green is your first? Love green peppers. You're kidding me. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, let me phrase that. Green, jalapeno, red, oh. orange. Ah, oh, man, dude, green is the blandest of them all. I love green peppers. What? Yeah. The green peppers are great. The green is so bland compared to no, the rest of them. it is not. Yes, it is. I, hand up, I don't taste the huge difference between the colors of peppers. <laughs> I really just, I don't. But, like, you're not going to put, like, red peppers in a cheesesteak. No, uh, I think that's acceptable. Yeah, but green peppers is the way to go for a cheesesteak. Or just no pepper. Well, yeah, I guess. If you're doing, like, stuffed peppers, then you gotta go for, like, an orange or a red. Yeah. I've learned a lot about you, Matthew. You're just judging me by the kind of pepper that I like now. I feel like you're, you could explore a lot more with the different flavors. But I don't, I, I, see, I don't taste the distinct difference between a red the and what? a green pepper. Another conversational one. Matt, you ever been corrected before while conversing? Uh, never once. Never once? Nope. You sure about that? Correct. If someone corrects you, they knew what you meant. Like if you were wrong or if you just said the wrong thing? If you said the wrong thing, they knew what you meant, though. Dude, dude that is crazy. Your, your brain is just in a pretzel, man. <laughs> well, yeah, they did know what you meant because they corrected you. Yeah. Well, usually when someone corrects you, it's in a negative sense that you weren't right. But technically, they knew what you meant. So you're technically not wrong. You just said the wrong thing. You just said the wrong thing. You're technically yeah. wrong. Not yeah. wrong. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can get behind that. That makes sense. Um, all right, so my bonus fun one. Oh, here we go. This isn't really a fact or anything, but it is it is crazy. Uh Mike, Oscar nominations came out today. Woohoo! Have, have you seen anything about this? You hear about this? I've heard some people got ripped off. Oh yeah. Um specifically, Ryan Gosling got nominated for an Oscar for his role in Barbie. Walker Robbie just did not get nominated for her role in Barbie. Did she get nominated for the film, though? Did Barbie get an Oscar nomination? That I don't know, but there's no way you can nominate Ryan Gosling for his role as Ken and not Margot Robbie for her role as Barbie in Barbie. Like, that was second or a top three movie that came out last year. Maybe he's just enough for an Oscar. But, like, the that's the whole point <laughs> of the movie was Margot Robbie. Really, though? No, I'm just kidding. Um, Looking here, best picture, Barbie is listed in for best picture so if they win margot robbie is technically getting that oscar right but that that makes it even worse how do you nominate the movie and ryan gosling but not margot robbie you know what i am happy for robert downey jr is a nomination for best supporting actor uh oppenheimer i haven't seen it yeah his his oppenhomies they're kind of like excited because i do not think I'm going to fact check this before I say this. I don't think Robert Downey Jr. has ever won an Oscar. That sounds correct, but also incorrect at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. Out of all the superhero movies, because I, I generally they don't get nominated for a lot of like big time like awards. Right. Who did like the best? Who deserves the Oscar out of like all the superhero movies? Out of all the superhero movies, who deserves the best Oscar? Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to say award because Oscar, I think there's a lot, lot more things that are behind it. But just like awarding, I'm going to say this, this might throw me in a, in a pickle here. Jeremy Renner. Oh, that's an interesting choice. Did not mm-hmm. expect that. His role in Endgame, like, yeah, he has a little bit more of a slightly less humorous role. No, a slightly more humorous, humorous role in some of the movies like Age of Ultron, 
and the the red the original Avengers, but like him in Endgame, and then I'm going to say it like what was his what was the 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 spinoff the one with Haley Steinfeld? Oh, I wish I could Hawkeye. help you out here. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> his his little character. Yeah, his little <laughs> character. <laughs> like you look into that, like he's certainly having like performances, but. I think for him, there was a lot of character development through Hawkeye. And like everybody could say, like, well, you know, like Chris Hemsworth as Thor went through a lot of like character development as Thor. And then like Robert Downey Jr. But I think Robert RDJ is kind of like a a too, too easy of a choice Mm -hmm. for an award. So I I went Hawkeye. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with, too. That works. Uh, And then we will move on and finish the show down in the dumps. Uh, Mike, you can go first. Okay. I, uh, I only got one. Okay. And it's not necessarily directly impacting me personally. I just feel like the need to share it because I I am down in the dumps with this. There's news that has gone out that a federal agency known as the Federal Highway Admission released a 1,100 page manual discouraging humorous and quirky messages that could distract or confuse drivers on highways and freeways across the country. Like on billboards? So, you know, those like digital signs that are kind of like hanging over the road, mm-hmm. like it's like winter weather alert or missing person. They want to do away with it. So um, so the manual spells out how signs and other traffic control devices are regulated in it. The agency strongly recommends against overhead electronic signs with ex- obscure meanings, references to pop culture or those intended to be funny. So one of my favorite signs I've ever seen in my entire life, we were heading to a beach, uh, Jen and I, I think they always oh, actually our very first vacation together. And I was driving and I obviously was paying attention and I saw the sign and it said, and, and I sang it as I saw it, I said, come on, Eileen. And then the second one is your speed's obscene. And I laughed. It was one of my favorite signs. And this agency is trying to stop those things. Yes, they do have a point, though, because it 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 is it can be distracting and cause accidents. You know, what else is distracting. What? Texting while driving that. Yes, you're also not supposed to do that either. That's actually more dangerous than these stupid I, signs. It's correct. But <laughs> if it's still dangerous, you should do it. You know, what else is more dangerous, Matt? What? Driving under the influence. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is worse than that, Matt. Driving without a seatbelt. <laughs> that is also bad. Yeah. But, oh, we're just going to tell people to stop being funny on their signs. I think that's total bullshit. Well, there's a time and a place to be funny. I when, think as, you're go- as you're going 80 miles an hour down the highway, it's probably not a good time to be funny. Even if, even if you can handle driving and laughing at that, I don't trust anyone else on the road at all. At any don't trust anyone at all when there are other cars on the road i don't trust them so if you add them being distracted by reading signs yeah i think maybe it's not the worst thing in the world all right let me just sulk in my down in the dumps all right you can okay. uh That's one all. time i was driving somewhere and there was just a sign that just said zombies ahead <laughs> swear to god and i was like should i keep going what what do i do i had a moment if i almost turned around there were no zombies ahead um all right i have a bunch uh, first and foremost, Mike, I texted you about this. There's a new video game out there that's basically, ah. it's called Pal World, and it's basically like a knockoff Pokemon, like with guns, survival game. Mm-hmm. Looks kind of cool, and it's not on PlayStation, so I can't. Second down the dumps, I don't know if you saw this, Mike. Uh, Sports Illustrated, have you seen this? No. 
Yeah, Wait, it, yes. It, uh, Michigan. Yeah, no. Sorry, <laughs> Michigan. What about Michigan? Hold on, you you continue first. There was a magazine front cover that was released, and people were squawking at it because of how horrible the graphic design was. Oh, but that could be because they did this okay. for the national title. Uh, Sports Illustrated is no more. They they laid everybody off. Really? Yeah. Oh, I so, didn't hear that. Yeah, so it happened past weekend, uh, two weekends ago, depending on when you're listening. Um, so they were fighting with their parent company. There was a new parent company that took over, and the Sports Illustrated Workers Union was fighting for months and months and months. And basically, they just came to the decision to lay everybody off, uh, which really freaking sucks because... You know, growing up as a young sports fan, everybody saw Sports Illustrated covers and you know, read the magazines as a kid growing up. And it's just, I can't imagine sports and sports media without Sports Illustrated. And so many journalists and analysts now like are where they are because of Sports Illustrated. And it's, it was just a really sad, sad thing to hear. So Matt's not going to get his next edition of SI Swimsuit. Uh, no, I didn't think of that. Um, but that also adds into it. Here's... Here's a little. So they laid everyone off, like 100% layoff. I got to find the tweet. I'm pretty sure it's pretty much like every single person. And if you're staying on, it's in a different capacity of mm-hmm. sports associated. My curiosity peaks is you wonder if they're going to move beyond a magazine. Like if they're going to keep up with some type of long form digital content with the platforms that are available and kind of stay away from publication. Uh, they, I mean, they've been doing like si.com stuff. Right. But see, they released the, the union released the news release. Uh, it says the arena group is planning to lay off a significant number, possibly all of the guild represented workers at SI. Yeah, it's just a sad day and it just sucks that it's kind of the world we live in now, but big part of our childhood. Yeah. No, I, hey, I agree. I I never necessarily picked up like a Sports Illustrated, but like I always remember like those big covers of like Rising Star, like being on the cover of Sports Illustrated is any child child athlete's dream, like of being on the front cover of Sports Illustrated. But I guess that is unfortunately no more. Yeah, and then even more unfortunate, my last one. Uh, there's a great danger that is affecting are going to be affecting the United States of America and we all need to be prepared for it. Uh and it's coming it's coming from Canada, but it's not the smoke. Uh Mike, I'm dead serious about this. We're all in danger. Canadian turbocharged super pigs are heading south in a US invasion. Uh this article comes from Science Alert. Oh, so lovely. basically it's a cross between a domestic pig and a wild boar that are wrecking havoc in Canada and eating a lot of crops or just ruining the land like they dig up into it and they're making their way to the u.s so uh a quote from the article they are the worst invasive large mammal on the planet as the boars started popping up on farms across canada they're crossbred with pigs uh to make the swine bigger and more prolific uh they have furry coats uh their horns are like as sharp as knives uh they're not good and they are on their way here to kill us all so if you you know i'm 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 moving off of ai for a little bit and we got to focus our attention on the turbocharged super pigs canada oh matt i have a super hot take okay anytime we hear these animal invasions there's been like tens of them i've only seen one come to fruition is that the so like, uh lantern flies 
it was the lantern flies, mm. the killer wasps, murder um, hornets, the murder hornets. I just have never experienced this. And watch, there's probably going to be like the turbo, what, what are they, the uh, turbo charged super pig. Turbo yep. <laughs> One's going to be in my backyard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your leader's actually Lightning McQueen. It's. <laughs> I've just I've never gotten that experience of these people these things are coming be aware and it's like okay waiting for them and they never came yeah uh, the best quote in this article says you can't barbecue your way out of a wild pig problem so I may have to invest in some type of uh, protection in the house if if they're coming here yeah you should I mean how uh, in all honesty let's say you're face to face with a turbocharged super pig I'm giving myself like a 20% chance of making it <laughs> it's that's not just the pig it's not just the super pig it's a turbocharged super pig sorry how do, you, how do you fight that how do you fight that i'm glad you brought this to our attention matthew yeah no if, if anyone out there has any ideas let us know because i'm not i don't really trust myself with a gun uh so i think i think long spears are the way to go because you can't let okay. the super pig get close to you because you're gonna lose that battle yeah no i saw that headline and i was like only only canada man i you're now you're now you're piquing my interest. Turbocharged super pigs. Yeah, like we went from pigs to wild boar. I mean, wild boars are a big issue in like the south anyway. Florida sometimes they become a, a big issue because they're nasty. That's they the just, thing. Like if you see a turbocharged super pig in the road, don't approach it. It is they can be aggressive. All pigs can be aggressive. Correct. These look like an average pig, man. No, it's a half pig, half boar. But they. They, uh, it's turbocharged. It. Turbocharged. <laughs> Can't forget the turbocharged. And it's a, it's a, not only turbocharged, but it's also a super pig. That's more of a Superman than Batman. I don't even know, man. I will hold my breath as I as I wait for the uh, the arrival of the the super pig. What you can sit there and wait all day long, and then when they come, I'll be ready. Yep. You know what? I'm a nice guy. I'll come save you with your gun. With something, I'll figure it out. <laughs> Yeah, I'll get one of those like wrist rockets and just like bling rocks. If somebody, if a super pig starts, if sorry, if a super pig charged at you right now, what is the closest thing to you right now that you would take them on with? This um, used baseball bat mug thing. Okay. Yeah, I like Um, that. Yeah, that's probably about the closest. Honestly, the the boom arm that would probably be pretty cool. It's like metal. Um, look around. What what do you got? What is that? Is it a pocket knife? Yeah, but it's again, <laughs> again, that's a that's a short knife. You got to get close to it. It's gonna but it's gonna get you. The stabbing cabin, man. Yeah, did you not hear me? Their their horns or whatever they have are sharp as steak knives. Yeah, but they're 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 what are they, they're stocky. I think so now you're just bringing a for. knife to a knife fight. I am bringing a knife to a knife fight. Oh, I got a yo-yo. <laughs> I don't know. We're so prepared. I'll just like distract them, and then you come in from behind. Coming from behind with the knife. Yeah, yeah, with the knife. I yes. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put on a magic show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Before we fall off to crazy, thank you all so much for listening to today's podcast. You can find all of our good stuff at beacons.ai/funnybusinesspod. I had to make double check, triple check, quadruple check. Um, if you're trying to donate to us last week while we were on a Twitch stream, sorry, we didn't have the right link. You can go ahead and donate now. My apologies. That was my bad. The revenue is on me. Beacons.ai slash funny business pod. Mr. Matthew, 
Yeah. What is your advice for the good people, the co-workers of the funny business world? Uh, you got to know when it's time to move on. And it's is a not more of an advice. Well, that's a little bit of advice. But uh, I want to give a shout out to my dad. Uh, my dad at the uh, time of this recording is about a week away from retiring. Woo! Yes. <laughs> um, he just decided it was time. So sit back and relax and enjoy some time with all my mom and her family and 40 years in the elevator industry. Uh, so it's it's been a long time coming. He worked really, really hard. He deserves it. Proud of him. Proud of your dad. And uh, you just got to know when it's time to move on from job to job or anything in life. And, you know, you got to enjoy this life while you can. And uh, I know he's really looking forward to traveling a little more and just kind of being able to relax because been stressful let me tell you the elevator business you can only go up to a certain way but for retirement the sky is the limit that is that is correct so congratulations to your dad matt that's that's wonderful i mean i know that doesn't directly impact you but it's probably spend a little more time with pops yeah exactly maybe he could start his own podcast maybe maybe he can come on and give us some tips and tricks on how to save up for retirement save up for retirement Oh, man. And congratulations to anybody, too, that that is this is their retirement year. I know people kind of give a year's notice or six months notice, but um, congratulations to anybody who's going through retirement, because certainly Matt and I are not at that point yet in our life, unfortunately. But Uh, two, two, three years, two, three years, couple, two, three. It's easy to celebrate everybody who's going to enjoy their lives. Retired, relaxing, resting. Um, But yeah, congratulations to your dad, Matt. Thank you. Uh, again, beacons.ai slash funnybusinesspod. Thank you all so much for tuning in. And until the next time, we'll see you all in the next episode. Stay safe, everyone.